You alone, groupie, and you enjoy your run. Back to take it easy, you're shooting a frag gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world that finds that run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Welcome to the world that finds that run community. Welcome to the world that finds that run community. Right then, you lot, the road to 100 rolls on. And I've been asked to start this week's episode with a very, very special shout-out. In fact, I've got a couple of things to mention, but a very special shout-out. I mean, if anybody chooses on a race day, maybe when they're running a marathon, an ultra, whatever it might be, to to have our stupid dulcet tones in your ear to keep you company, we are very, very grateful. Um, but uh, especially David Young, uh, Mikey Joe Young on the old Instagram, asked if we give him a shout out. He will be running Chester Marathon as we speak right now. Uh, he said he was going to put us in for the second half of it to keep him going. So we hope we keep you uh, laughing away. Uh, as you're absolutely smashing it, uh, uh, David. Uh, yeah, good luck. I uh, hope you're enjoying the run. I hated it last year, so you're doing better than me. And just remember, at the finish line... What? I'm saying I've just talked about, I was just about to butt in saying I hope he enjoys it more than you do, but you covered it, so... Oh, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, but make sure you do your best gurn in the home stretch, just like Rob Hitchmore. Do your best impression of a thumb. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 8, Episode 5 of the What The Father Podcast. My name is Rob. And I am Matthew. And I had something else to mention, Matty Taylor, before we got started. I was meant to do it last week, but I completely forgot. We did it in, uh, we mentioned it in the last series, but considering it is just round the corner, it fell apt to, apt to mention it again, and that is that the uh, National Running Show North is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. taking place on the weekend of the Sat- uh, Saturday, the 21st of Sunday, the 22nd of January, 2023. Um, uh, very, very excitingly, a couple of things. First of all, a bit of an exclusive. Second half of Series 8, once we've had our mid-season break, uh, we are going to be chatting to the guys behind the National Running Show, which is very, very cool. So uh, that's one of the guests that JP's lined up for us. However, in the meantime, if you are thinking of going to the National Running Show, you can get a free ticket if you use the code FARTLEK. So head over to nationalrunningshow.com, find out all the information about what's going on the weekend. Loads of amazing companies there, great talkers. It's it's an awesome weekend. We're going to try our best to be there in January um, but use the code fartlet get yourself a free ticket and uh, and make sure you stay tuned in um, later on in this series because we're going to be talking more about it awesome awesome stuff uh, but back to this week's episode Matthew Taylor how we doing uh, good good yeah but not back to this week's episode back to last week's episode oh yeah what who, who wants hole, gloves with holes in oh you listened to that did you yeah, yes, I listened to that. Um, I don't know. You you told me and you promised and you said I, you've thought you you've listened hard to what I said. You know I don't want it in, and you promised you said you you wouldn't do that, but you wouldn't get that much. <laughs> you listened hard to me saying I didn't want it in. <laughs> that sounded naughty. I'm, I'm trying to be serious, and you just belittle oh. me again. I made it into a willy joke. I know you did. And it's, that's not funny. It's a bit funny. Oh. I think. I think you'll find. Um, yeah, I lied, basically, because I think that Satman John segment is really, really funny. It's and not. I mean, the, the stuff that is, the stuff that is 
you know, trying to review and, and trying to sell us is, is funny, but the rest of it is not. Well, I can provide that feedback if you want. Uh, You'd rather he whether it talk. comes from you or whether it comes from Statman John, that that is not the issue here. The issue here is I do not need to hear it. Well, you might want to close your ears because I'm about to play another one. Hello, lads. Hello, ladies. Hello, Emma. Wink emoji face. How are you? You having a good wink? Uh, I am. Got to be quick. Sorry. I'm just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, one minute, one minute, I'll be back, calm down. Just uh, with Cher, just recording a new song. Uh, it's out November the 12th. Um, this week's product is Nude Goggles. I've got my pair on now. I've literally had it on since I got sent it. It is fantastic. So the idea is everyone and yourself around you fully dressed. You put on these goggles and suddenly you are completely naked. You can see every part of your body. If you're like me, that's a great thing. I just put them on, look down, and I can just have a moment to admire my skin, my body, my penis. Um, everyone around still got their clothes on. Great, you naked. So you pass them around, everyone can have a go, feel comfortable, whirl it around, and, uh, yeah, good time. Good time to be alive. Matt's mum loves it, and... Uh, I can vouch for it. She's got a fantastic pair of areolas. Love them. Um, but that's it. So I better get back to share. These are only two ninety nine. You can only buy them in Sainsbury's in the 2E section. And that's it. Better go, lads. All right, see you later. Ta-ra, ta-ra. I'm coming, Cher. Yeah, I believe in love after love. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, yeah, good. Um, uh, You didn't mention your mum too much in that one, apart from her areolas. But I don't think you know what areolas mean, so you can't be offended by it. I know what areolas mean. I know what areolas mean. (laughs) First of all, what what is the point in that product? You can can see yourself naked anytime you want. I guess guess there's something liberating about seeing yourself naked in public, though. Without actually having to be naked. I, I get it. Two ninety nine sounds like a bargain to me. There weren't any reviews this week though. No, there weren't, no. I feel like I feel like Stat by John might have been in a rush. <laughs> Re- uh, reading's, reading's not what you will, Matthew, but I feel like Stat by John might have uh, been in a rush this week when recording that segment. Or perhaps forgot to record that segment and realised two minutes before I had to have it sent to me that maybe Statman John needed to get something recorded. That's what that felt like. We'll, we'll go with that latter part of that explanation of why, why we forgot the, uh, the, the review. Or he was trying to get back to a threesome with your mum and share. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> I can feel something. This week, this week on the show, we are... <laughs> to be talking about our weeks in running. We're going to try and keep this third segment as, as little as, as, as short as possible. I uh, really don't think you're strong enough now. <laughs> I hope he's slow at running this Chester marathon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're doing this for you, David. Uh, awesome chat with Tissy. Tissy Brignall? Tissy TCB. Jesus oh. Christ, Fenton. T C T C T C B or Brignall Brignall 
Got it. <laughs> it's like it's like an episode of Friends. Je, je, ma, ma. <laughs> TC Brignall is with us today. Uh, yes, yes, she is, and it's an awesome chat as well. Uh, and then onwards to uh, part from chats with uh, Ben and Emma. Uh, their venture to Clifton, I believe it is. Uh, and then the roll call, they're, they're sticking around and helping us with the roll calls and thank yous at the end as well. Yeah, pretty paid by numbers this week, mate, isn't it? So we'll keep this first segment short and sweet. Uh, I was hoping for a wildy story, but unfortunately we haven't got one this week. Uh, spoiler, we might have. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where. Well, I don't know where you've got it from, but I'm not aware of one. So sorry I, I, to disappoint. I know from uh, a reputable source that there will be one, or hmm. or, 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 or no. <laughs> Well, that'll be interesting. Um, so we will keep this one short and sweet, mate. Uh, we've done a little yep. bit of uh, bit of fun at the start. Uh, a little bit of a chat about the weeks. We're now two weeks out from um, Chester Marathon. Chester, I say Chester. He's running it right now. I can't stop thinking about Chester Marathon and how horrible it was for me. I hope it's doing better for you, David. Um, from Yorkshire Marathon. You are doing Yorkshire Marathon in two weeks' time. How's your weekend running, my friend? Yeah, two weeks this Sunday. Yeah, it's been good, mate. We, uh, we, we ran today. Uh, did a nice little tempo session. Um, mm-hmm. I, I smashed out a 20 mile on on Sunday for my last long run. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, felt felt pretty comfortable. Um, you kept me honest in the in the middle miles as well. Uh, kept me on marathon pace. And what what was a, a hilly, a hilly, pretty hilly bloody course as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, we managed to get round it. Um, no no niggles with the ankle, so that's holding up. Uh, and we did the speed session tonight, the tempo run at 7:30s. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping us uh, keeping the legs ticking over um, yeah that feels feels comfortable as well and uh, no, no niggles on the ankle so uh, fingers crossed touch wood everything's going well um, and I've had a, a bit of a sports massage today so now my calves are absolutely oh have you how was that it's, yeah it was alright it, 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 it eased my calves but now my calves are hurting so I don't know if that's normal or did was it a proper sports massage or did they just give up after a bit and use the gun no, it's an hour, proper proper hour sports massage. I've never, I've not had one for eight, for years because the last time I had one, she did it for like 10, 15 minutes and then I just heard, and I was like, I could have done that to myself at home. Mm. Yeah. Then she got the massage gun out. Did you set that up, or is that? Uh, no, I didn't. I, didn't, I just thought of it on the spot and then regretted it instantly. Because if my wife listens to this podcast, I'm, I'm gonna, she's gonna change the locks. Um, anyway, uh, so good, good. Let's move on swiftly. Uh, so good week. What? How's your week been, mate? I've, I've, I've had a good week. Yeah, I've been smashing it. I'm ready for take week. But what about you? How have you been going? Well, ironically, mate, probably the same as your week. To be fair, because we do all our running together now. Not that I'm complaining. I'm very, very happy about it. I'm very, very grateful to you um, for uh, helping me get my mojo back. I, I put a little post on Instagram. I'm going through a bit of a, a bit of a tough time at the moment, not to make a sob story out of it. My nan is not very well. She's coming towards the end of her life, and it's, um, it's difficult. Uh, by the time Thursday, some things might have developed. I, I, I don't know. We're, we're playing a waiting game at the minute. Been very, very close to my nan um, uh, uh, growing up. Uh, so it, it's not easy at the moment. I'm feeling a um, little bit all over the place. A uh, big part of my life, my nan, um, big believer in me and my somewhat unique personality in terms of not I'm not for everyone. I'm a bit marmite-ish, and I think a lot of people when I was younger felt that way. My nan 
has always been somebody who um who, who kind of made me understand that that's their problem not mine um which is something I've always carried forward uh with me and, and try to still my kids as well um so yeah it's very very sad it's very difficult and I think that if running had been a chore as it has been previously uh, in the last year or so over this time period I feel as though um I probably wouldn't have run at all um but it's not it's been a joy it's been a release it's been a relief it's been distraction um it's been awesome to be fair and that's uh, that's down to to yourself mate it's down to ben and the support he's given me on our friday runs it's down to jp it's down to mcpaul it's down to a lot of people really all the guys that we've met at um, part runs uh, in recent months laura blackwell anna chaplin john flynn um it has been some 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 awesome awesome um uh, running moments and and it really has got me focused and um and, and, and got me on a on, on an even keel and uh, I'm very very grateful for it so yeah my from a running perspective even though from a life perspective I'm also finishing up my, my job this week and starting a fresh one on Monday a lot of nerves and stress that comes with that but um running has been uh chef's kiss uh, uh these last couple of weeks so um yeah having a having a great time with it and um very much looking forward to I'm running Aintree 10k um, hopefully some of you guys are going to be there as well. I've heard a few few of you, Kelly and uh, Nadine and Andy Bradley are all going to be there. You, you and Donna are going to be there, of course, Matt as well. So mm. hoping to see some familiar faces. Um, I'm going to do a 10K. I'm going to go as hard as I can. Um, and then I've also signed up to uh, to come along to you, uh, with you to Yorkshire Marathon. I was going to just spectate, but now I'm going to do the 10 miler yeah. and, uh, and then get myself done, ready to, to cheer you guys in at the end. Awesome, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. And, uh... Well done on your on your running journey, mate. It's going going great, guns. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. Well, listen, we're, we're we're gonna not drag out this segment because we've got a very very long segment section three coming. Um, so you, be prepared for that. Um, it descends into absolute anarchy. We've already recorded it. Um, so should we get over to TC Big TC Brignall? See, you're whooping off on me. Should we go and chat to TC Brignall about her running journey? Part of the We Are Fearless clan. Great chat, great lady. You're going to really enjoy it, I think, mate. Should we just get over and, and have a chat to her? Yeah, let's do it. It's that time again for us to keep motoring on the road to 100, picking up more inspirational hitchhiking, running guests along the way. And today I'm talking to a lady whose mantra is simple, trying every day to be the authentic me. Through a social media story telling her running journey, we see exactly that. A marathon finisher to whom running has become a way of life. We are going to find out all about her journey through running, her accomplishments, her goals, and to share that wonderful message of transparency and authenticity. I can't wait to get to know her a little bit better. So please join me in welcoming TC Brignall. How are we doing today? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. How's your day been? Have you managed to get out for a run? Uh, no, not yet. It's a rest day today because I actually did a race last night, so uh, feeling feeling a bit achy today. <laughs> a a, a well-deserved rest at that. Now, listen, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me today. I'm really, really excited uh, to share your story a little bit more for those who might not know it. Um, loads to cover off. Want to learn all about you, your story, what you've got in plan, what you've achieved. But let's start the same place we start all of these conversations. Would you mind telling me and everyone listening how you first got into running? How did your journey begin? Um, so I started running, it would probably be about six years ago now. Um, I went through a breakup and sort of thought, let's go through the usual breakup diet. 
um started at the gym um and started started just going on the the treadmill really as part of my my sort of workout routine I suppose you could say um and I really enjoyed it and at first it was the oh well I've I've just run for for two three minutes and and things like that um and soon I sort of thought I, I would like to start running outside but at the time and as I am now I'm quite a quite a big girl um I actually would only run at night because I was quite embarrassed by my size or or at least where it was quiet and I knew nobody could see me um and it sort of started from from there really um and has carried on again for the next six years but now I do run in the daylight <laughs> wonderful and, and and I want to know about that transition sort of and gaining that confidence and and I'm hoping that running's helped you find that and, and clearly it has so I'm looking forward to getting into that as well um tell me about how those early days went then so making that movement from doing that running on the treadmill into the gym to to finding the wonderful world of running of racing of um of you know uh, social running all that kind of stuff tell me about those early days for you six years ago um so it sort of started did start going out in the in the daylight I was very lucky at the time to to live on a prom so just sort of ran up and and down there and sort of appreciating what was around me um and then it you know you run your first mile without stopping which just felt like such a huge achievement for somebody at one point would skive outside, skive off um, PE because they hated the thought of exercise because it was it seemed torturous at high school. Um, but then he's choosing to go for a run out, uh, you know, <laughs> just choosing to go outside of work. So um, I then decided to um, sign up for a race for life, try and raise a little bit of money. But it was also that push that I felt that I needed to go that little bit further. Um, so I tried a park run first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the very last one because I chose an incredibly hilly one, but I was also very slow. Um, but had a lovely chat with the um, tail walker who was just so encouraging and just didn't care really that I was the last one and was, you know, took quite a while. Um, and before I knew it, I was running 5K without stopping, um, which seems a long time ago now, but has sort of given me such a push at the time to just keep going amazing and it is amazing when you get those really positive experiences particularly at places like parkrun um that, that really kind of make you feel part of that community don't they tell me about that first race then how was that experience being amongst people getting that finish line feeling getting that medal at the end oh it was incredible like i i turned up and i didn't know what to expect well i i'd made an image in my head of what i thought it was going to be to go to a race with runners and um, that nobody would look like me um, and that I would be the, the last one which um, was, a, was a fear despite the fact I'd done it at Parkrun and it was okay. Th- this felt a bit more serious um, so when I turned up and then then did it without stopping um, again and then got that race I got the biggest rush um, mm. that at the time I'd ever experienced and thought well, I can't, I can't stop here. I, I need, what's the next one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Amazing. And tell me, what was the next one? Where did you go? So was that Race for Life a 5K then? That was a 5K Race for Life. Yep. And then I went to and did a 10K around um, Salford City Centre, um, which, again, that was the next aim to try and do 10K without Brilliant. stopping. And then in terms of taking that step up from five to 10K, was it a race around Salford, an organised race that you went to then around Salford? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what what was what what was that journey like then? Because it, it it's hard, isn't it, stepping up that no matter what the distance is, you you get used to one yeah. and then you find that next goal. How, how was that for you? Yeah, I mean it is it is hard because at first you've got all that motivation. You think, oh, I've just done it. I can definitely do it. And then as we all do, you have a day where you have a bad run or um, your legs feel like lead, and then or you don't want to get out because it's cold. Um, and you you just have to you have to push really and remember that you you did do that and you can go that little bit further it might take you longer than you think or um you just got to keep keep going but I mean it's tough but it's always worth it at the end it is and and it's an amazing message and, and you know no matter what you're doing in terms of stepping up distance or trying to improve your time or whatever it might be trying to do a more a more difficult endurance race perhaps but you've carried well I assume is that kind of the mentality and the motivation that you've carried through all the way to I mean you're now a marathon finisher aren't you no, I can't. I still can't believe that I did that. I did the London Marathon last year. It still seems crazy to me. Well, well, I, 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 I don't want to jump forward too far. I, I know we, we like to keep this chronological, but London is such an amazing race and such an incredible achievement for anyone yeah. that does it. Um, it's just. Do you mind if we just jump forward and talk about that for a little bit? Tell me about how it sure. came about. How did you get in? <laughs> yeah absolutely tell us about the trading for it tell me about tell me about everything london related oh it was to be honest it's still and i would say it's one of the best days of my life which might some people might think oh my god you ran you know you covered 26.2 miles how can like you say that's amazing but the, the best way that i always describe it to people is london had a party and it was like it was just for you um and I had some incredible friends that followed me round to make sure that I had sort of checkpoints to to keep me going um but I mean the, the training is tough and I will always say that is marathon training is hard but it's meant to be hard because 26.2 miles is a very long way and it's it's not just about the physical it's the mentally as well so when I um, and I, I did struggle to get the 20 miles under my belt in the, the training plan. Um, and I did 20 miles on my own with no one around Blackpool. And I got back to my car and I burst into tears because I knew if I did 20 miles on my own around Blackpool, then I could run 26.2 miles with the crowds and, the, and a medal at the end. <laughs> yeah, the motivation of a medal at the end. <laughs> Um, but yeah, marathon marathon training is hard. And I remember I, um, I did a post on social media just after, like, because don't get me wrong, I did it as well. You get swirled up and thinking, oh God, everyone else is running marathons. I, I can do that. But I, and I didn't appreciate how hard it would be and how much time you have to dedicate, not just to running, but your strength work. You have to try and eat well, or, you know, try and think about more what you're fueling your body. And it can't be underappreciated to be able to run a marathon. No, no, absolutely not. It's, it's, it, it, it's a good point. And you know what? Sometimes you train for it and it just doesn't quite go right. And it doesn't matter who you are. It, it's not it's not for everyone, the marathon, is it? And it, it's 16 to 18 weeks of bloody hard work. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, OK, tell me about the day then. Let, let's fast forward. No matter how hard the training was, you've smashed 20 miles around Blackpool. You're ready and rowing at that start line. Are there any moments from that race that stand out that you think, you know what, bucket list, 
yeah, this is this this is something I'm going to remember for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I remember crossing the start line and I started crying because it was like it's finally here, and it, I don't, it didn't feel real until that moment that you that you that I crossed the line. Um, and then I remember running over. Um, I, I'd never been to London and done the tourist thing, so I, you know, running over Tower Bridge and all that—it mm. it seemed incredible. So I remember running over there and thinking, "My God, I'm running around the like the capital of our country." And as I ran around the corner, two of my two friends, um, Tash and Lindsay, were were stood waiting, screaming for me. Um, and I, so I remember that. And then the, the I remember running to the finish line. And, and thinking how small Buckingham Palace was compared to how <laughs> thinking, is that it? Is that what I've run all this way for? What an anti-climax. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then I mean, I was in floods of tears and running round and thinking, oh, my God, I, I've actually done this. Um, I will never forget that after after being disappointed at the palace, but then turning the corner and seeing the finish line, mm. that moment of I'm actually going to actually finish and cross the finish line and have done 26.2 miles. Well, you actually end up doing more with all the weaving. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, amazing. And and that 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 finish line straight is special, isn't it? On the way to grab that medal at the end. Yeah, because I mean, even if you're not a runner, you've seen you see yeah. that on TV. Yeah. Um, you know, you see iconic moments on well, the news and whatnot. Most people will be able to say if you pointed a put showed them a picture, that is the London Marathon finish line. Mm-hmm. Um, so then to be able to run down it is is just an incredible feeling. Yeah, amazing. How how many um you know famous people uh you know world record um uh, athletes have, have, have trod those same those same steps as as, as us as, as as the people everyone who gets to do it it's it's an occasion that's probably unrivaled isn't it yeah exactly and I mean it was one of the reasons when I decided that I wanted to do a marathon I got it in my head that the, the London marathon would only do yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, that, was, that was the one I did and luckily I managed to get a charity place um which meant that, I, that that was my first marathon. Um, but I think, I mean, don't get me wrong, I haven't, I've only been an spectator and sort of cheered at a few others. But the thing with the London Marathon is, to me, it sort of seemed every runner was welcome. And that was very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, as somebody who is bigger and slower, I didn't want to stand out in the sense of, people and maybe it's more in my head people thinking what does she think she's doing here everyone on that day was a runner and it didn't matter how long it took them they still crossed that finish line and they still can call themselves a marathon runner wonderful words let's let you talked briefly uh in that last story you mentioned about a post that you put on social media um now your social media journey is is really well documented you've got loads of followers really engaging um you're very transparent you're very honest in your posts can you just talk to me a little bit about the part that social media plays in your running journey yeah so up until i was i would say actually until after the marathon Every run, oh sorry, every run I did, every workout I documented on social media. It started as a as a diary, really, as a log that I could go back and sort of compare. Um, but I, if I'm really honest, it soon 
started to take over the reason why I was running. Yeah. So was I running? I had to start asking myself, was I running because I wanted to run or was I running because I wanted to then post it on social media after and get likes and comments for it? Mm, um, get, that, get, that so ser- get that serotonin hit. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it, I mean, don't get me wrong, London and the support that I received. And I will, I am so grateful for anyone who, who follows me and, and cheer, cheers me on. But I also decided that I had to start running for me. Mm. rather than the social media me if that makes sense um so I've made some wonderful wonderful friends through um Instagram and had some amazing opportunities like this one which I will forever be grateful for but then I decided that or I still decided that um Instagram me is not is not the the um the be all and end all if that makes sense getting likes doesn't really matter no, and it's, um, it's it's a really good point. It's a really, really good point, actually. I think th- this is a question that I ask quite often because uh, obviously, you know, Instagram's kind of one of those. It's the platform through which we all kind of know each other from a running perspective. And it's often how we find guests through reading about their stories on Instagram. And you hear a lot of stories about how positive it can be and how great it can be to engage with people. And and, and I guess you also hear about the darker side of it. And, you know, you, you get bullying and trolls and that kind of thing. But I, I've never really spoken to somebody with that kind of perspective and angle about that, that idea of, you can get lost in yourself as much as anything and you can kind of lose your reason, can't you? Uh, and I think it's it's a really good point. And sometimes we do need to step back and we need to think about why we're doing this. Yeah, I mean, Doug, there is many positives to Instagram and I, I'm very lucky. Um, I, I, you could say I post unflattering pictures with my roles and whatnot, which people tend to not do on Instagram because I like to show the real the real me and I have been very lucky that I've only had the very odd trolling comment so most of the things I will say about social media are massively positive but it's also then reflecting on how it's making me feel and like you say it's it's deciding what it is it helping me or is it is it motivating me which it does but is it motivating motivating me for the right reasons um and I will continue to use Instagram and I, I will, but maybe just not as obses- obsessively, if that makes sense, that, you know, if I don't post a run on Instagram, the world will not end. <laughs> Absolutely. No, no, it's, it's a really good point. It becomes secondary to the running rather than the other way around, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I just want to circle around. I'm, I appreciate. I'm so sorry. I jumped so far through your your uh, your running journey all the way to to, to the recent marathon exploit. Um, have you got? I mean, was London Marathon your favourite race you've ever done? I mean, from a uh, a life moment perspective, I appreciate that you know achieving the marathon distance is so huge to any of us that do it. But in terms of experience enjoyment, would you say that's your favourite race, or is there another one that stands out that you've done that you think, yeah, I, l- I love that one. I look for that in the calendar every single year. Yeah, the I mean the London Marathon um, was incredible, but one of my my other favourite races, if we discount London, because obviously the, the, we're all lucky if we ever get in, yeah. um, would have been the Rock and Roll Liverpool Half Marathon, which is actually unfortunately finished now. Yeah. Um, that that was my very first half marathon. Um, but what was special about that is it was the first time that I had ever travelled on my own. 
Um, and that was that's something that running gave me the confidence to do. I wanted to do races. I wanted to go further afield. Um, I'd, I'd met running friends through Instagram and had seen this race and thought, right, well, Liverpool, Liverpool's not too far away, an hour and a half on the train. So I took myself off on my own and um, I went, I think I did it three or four times um, and I absolutely loved it. Um, absolutely fantastic race. And as I say, I'm, I'm gutted that it, it's no longer on. But I think as well as it being um, such a great race, it's the special thing that it was the first place I went on my own. No, it is. It is. It, it, well, first of all, Liverpool is an incredible city, and and I'm, I'm I'm with you. I was I was signed up to do it in the COVID year, then it was put back, put back, and then I couldn't I couldn't make that rearranged date, and then it was like, oh, it's never happening again. And then I don't think I ever got the refund they promised me, but no, never mind. <laughs> about a year ago, and I've only just remembered it because you've mentioned it, so I obviously didn't need the money that much, did I? <laughs> um, well, it's complaints letter after this <laughs> yeah oh exactly I'm, I'm, going, I'm going straight to it to an email to send it to a company that does it. oh well rock and roll still exists doesn't it i guess uh, that could work um okay uh, tell me then just just before we move on to, to kind of i guess round it off by talking about what comes next have you found at all that that you're because you've talked you know really openly and it's been really really nice to listen to about the things you've achieved have you found that your kind of motivations or or your uh, you know your your goals or the, the the reasons you run has that evolved as well over the kind of six years that you've been running have you found yeah definitely I mean um at first it was to to lose weight and that was what it was it was to burn calories um, and and etc and it, it it sort of kept going as that. Um, I mean, it was also the determination in the the sense of that I enjoyed it. I wanted to go that little bit further, and push myself. Um, I like I said, I did sort of get caught up in the social media and the aspect of oh well, if they can do, <coughs> excuse me, a half marathon, then so can I. Um, and it was after doing London and I did the Liverpool Rock and Roll. It was either two or three weeks after and I shouldn't have done it. I was absolutely exhausted. But as you said, because of COVID, it got put off and I knew it was the last one. So and I was doing it with my friend Lindsay. Um, so I was determined to do it and I hated every second of it. Mm. Um, and then I was sort of questioning, you know, well, why did I decide to put myself through that when I already knew? how tired I was so to be honest I took sort of took a bit of a break from running um I'd say for about three months um <coughs> excuse me and I'm just getting back into it now um, and I'm actually doing a couch to 5k with my local running club yeah um, and I'm it. yeah <coughs> excuse me but the difference now is I'm running solely for me mm-hmm. because I get out the door I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying my progression. And now is the best time, I think, of my running journey, if we want to use that word, um, because I'm just loving running. And I think that I've, I lost that. And it's important for me that I've got that back. Yeah, absolutely. No, no good words. Have you I, I, you mentioned then that you, you're kind of doing the Couch to 5K with your local running club. How have you found that um, that joining a running club, being a part of a club has helped you with the running journey? Because it tends to be a bit polarising, doesn't it? Some people are huge parts of their running club and they absolutely adore it. Some people tend to shy away from, from organised club running now. And it, it's just one of those interesting, polarising kind of things. Yeah, I think for me, I have always 
apart from races and park run, have always ran on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, because one time I did have somebody to run with, but that was only for a limited amount of time. So to me, to suddenly be with a running club, it's completely different. Um, but for me, I'm also getting a, the social aspect, which I've never had before, mm-hmm. which is just refreshing, really. And you chat about you chat about running, of course, but you you chat about other stuff. So you you come back from your run, and you've like offloaded the day mm-hmm. or you know, something that has happened. So it hasn't just been about that run. It's been about you know the mental aspect of you know we we all have crap days, mm-hmm. but you come home and you uh, you feel better. Um. So for me, the the being part of this club at the moment has been one of the best things that I've done um as well as the character 5k I've gone on the hill sessions I've gone on the speed sessions I wouldn't have done those things on my own um at the moment because obviously I'm I'm still getting back up to to 5k um but I've made some wonderful friends already so for me I still enjoy running on my own putting my music in putting my podcast on and plodding along um but I'm really enjoying the social side as well and it's that once you've said you're going you go as well I think and especially through winter coming that's going to be a massive help for me yeah definitely no I I think it's all about finding the right club really isn't it yes oh definitely I'm very I feel very fortunate that I've I've found this club which are so accepting um, and have been so welcoming and I know that other people unfortunately will have different experiences um but no I'm very lucky Absolutely brilliant. Okay, so tell me, tell me. I mean, I know you said that you've kind of flipped the narrative a little bit in terms of running. You know, trying to find yourself in running, doing things for you, not focusing too much on, I guess, keeping up with the Joneses, what other people are doing, social media, and I find that I think that's wonderful. But what's what's next? What that that that's kind of like the why. What's the what? What what's coming next for you? And, and any more races in plan? Any any challenges you've got coming up? Or is it just about trying to get get back to to finding yourself, like you mentioned before? Yeah, so I want to carry on with that. At the moment, um, last night in my race, I ran for 30 minutes without stopping and it was about 2.4 miles. So my next goal is to get to 5k mm-hmm. without stopping. Um, I mean, I after London and Liverpool, I think because I'd lost that love, I'd sort of said I'm never doing a marathon again. Mm-hmm. That is now in the back of my mind that I've done it once and I would like that feeling again. So that might be a possibility. Mm-hmm. but I really would like to do a triathlon Monday. That wow. is the that is maybe the goal quite possibly for next year. Amazing. You're braver than me. It's the swimming that does me. I, can't, I don't think I'd, uh, open water swimming terrifies me. Like, hats off oh, you. Amazing. Oh, I love it. Amazing. Going in the lake and you, you're swimming and the, what is around you is just incredible. It's better than swimming in a pool. Yeah. Oh no. I, I imagine it. I think it's more than like 200 people kicking me in the face while you're trying to swim. It's more, <laughs> I think more than the open water that panics me. You know, I, if you're slow, it comes in handy because you don't get kicked in the face. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Um, look, we've been talking for over 25 minutes. Time has absolutely flown by. It's been so nice talking to you, getting to know you a bit more. Um, before we get out of it, is there anyone you wanted to shout out? Anything we've not mentioned? Anything you wanted to cover? Um, anything at all that you wanted to, 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 to say before before I let you get back to your evening? Uh, no, I think the only thing I'd, I'd like to say um, 
and a hello to my fearless club girls and especially to Lindsay because to be honest I think she was more excited than I was when you asked me to become on yeah. here we love we um, love we love fearless <laughs> yeah fearless is fantastic and um but I, I think anyone who is listening the only thing I would like to say is nothing is impossible if if you really want to do something um regardless of of whatever that you you can do it um you you don't th- think that you can sometimes but you can amazing brilliant words and i can't top that so we're going to finish it there where can people find you the i know you said you're less prevalent on social media now but if people want to give you a follow on instagram find out how you're getting on with this journey where, where can they find you uh it's tcb1991 perfect thank you very much well listen you've been an absolute superstar i've really really enjoyed talking to you uh, you're not too far away we're, we're both we're both up north aren't we so maybe our paths will cross at some point we and we'll let, we, we, we can have a plod together lovely that'd be fantastic thank you so much for having me on and that my fine four foot friend uh was tc ignal tcb what do you reckon yeah great great chat again uh down to earth girl a quote that stuck out to me was london had a party and it was like it was just for you that, that I, really stuck out for me I, I love that i like that i really like that it was uh she got away with words hasn't she you, you know you know what um uh, tc was so lovely um i've never known anyone she should she, she, uh, be, be so enthusiastic about you know being on the podcast and being a part of it and being happy to be asked and it was such a privilege to to tell her story and um, to share that with everyone and, and and hopefully it inspired a few people it certainly did me um yeah dead of you like dead nervous as well but that didn't come across she absolutely smashed it I thought and it was uh yeah it was a good one really enjoyed it I, I, I tell you what mate this series five episodes deep on the road to 100 um it's going all right isn't it yeah we have some some corkers uh, join us for these chats yeah they've been, been great absolutely uh right then you're here for the second part of the show which doesn't happen all the time so very very happy to be jo- that you're joining us um so why don't you introduce our uh, regular feature for uh, part three of the podcast uh, this week you know i'm you know i'm useless at this sort of stuff i'll give it a go it's the one the only ben and emma joining us again for part one toys and chat ben and yeah. emma guys can i just sorry sorry ben and emma you just said the one and only one and only Ben and Emma. There's two of them. Yeah, but they're 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 singular. It's Bemma, isn't it? Yeah, but if, if you'd said Bemma, that you said the one and only Ben and Emma. <laughs> well, I mean, he's got a point, Matt. I know where you're <laughs> from, but he, he's he's just he's got to correct you there because you the did one, kind of mess it up. You you one entity though, aren't you? Yeah. Hey, yeah. yeah. Hey Matt, do you remember last week on the WhatsApp, what the fartlet group chat when you made fun of my spelling? Um, In front of everybody trying to mug me off. What spelling was that? I can't remember, but do you remember when you did it? Well, things come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> that that one time he took the piss <laughs> the million times you've took the piss out of him. <laughs> Thank you, Emma. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I love you, Emma. Thank you. We all, right, we don't need to talk about your love for Emma because it got weird last time, so pipe down. Um, uh, we, we, we all know that I can't take a joke. 
right? There's certain things about the world that you know are true. Grass is green, the sky is blue, Rob has got no... Rob can dish it out but cannot take it. (laughs) (laughs) I know who I am and you all accept me for it. So this is the position (laughs) we're in. Right, we're snowballing here, guys. Ben and Emma, the one and only Ben and Emma. How are we doing? You're right. Yeah, we're all right. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. We're here. We're here. We're cooking on gas. Um, Right, standard section three content, I think, guys. We're going to do park run. We're going to, and then uh, you guys hopefully going to stick around and do the roll call with us and the thank yous like we have been doing all series. I've loved it. All right. Um, Let's get straight into it. Uh, Emma, you are back this week after after missing last week, weren't you? Why, Why don't you guys tell us where you went on your adventures and what happened? Well, since since I took over last week, I think I'll let Emma take the lead on this one. Uh, we might have hinted a little bit at this one last week when I said it was um, it was going to be uh, basically running around a field in the middle of a council estate. Mm. I was not wrong. We went to Clifton in Nottingham, um, which, although the description sounded pretty grim, um, it actually turned out to be a really nice run. Yeah. Uh, it is just some fields next to a school. There is a massive pylon next to the start line, which is a mm-hmm. bit of a weird feature. Uh, and it's completely flat, grass, trail, and a little bit of tarmac. Um, ben loves to do this bit. Describe which bit? The no, describe. Oh, no, the, the course was actually really nice. It, it isn't it, when you when you read about it. It doesn't sound glamorous, but. We hit it again on a really nice sunny day. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we had McPaulie for company. Oh, McPaul came down as well. Happy uh, birthday, McPaul. Happy birthday, McPaul. It, no, it's Thursday, Rob. Happy birthday okay. two days ago, McPaul. That's better. Um, so you, you do your start next to this big, ugly-looking pylon. But then then you're running around, I think it's called uh, Clifton Playing Fields, and they've got like tennis courts and bowling greens and football pitches and stuff. And you're basically just following the outskirts of all of it. Uh, two big laps. Um, you do probably one kilometre, well, half a kilometre on grass. Then you're on trail for half a kilometre. And then grass again, a little bit of tarmac, a little bit windy. Not like the previous week at Rothwell where you wind around and you run into a fence. There was no fence to run into, so that was quite nice. Um, and just, yeah, a really small event. I think there was 74 of us there on Saturday. Um, so it was... Uh, it wasn't too crowded or congested. The run director was pretty decent. He, he gave us a good explanation. You go right on the bridge twice, left on the third time. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the most glamorous, but it wasn't as bad as it was made out to be. So I enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed it, actually. I, I turned up thinking I'm just going to take it really easy this week. I'm pacing tomorrow. I want to be fresh. I'd asked if I could barcode scan. He said, we only need one. We've already got one. Turned up and he goes, oh, we might be quite busy this week because Forest Rec and another local one was off as well. Um, And he said, we might have a few extra. So if if you're near the start, if you finish near the start and, and there's a load of people, feel free to jump in. So all of a sudden I thought, oh, Christ, I might have to run it a bit faster now. So <laughs> the pressure. Um, 
So I, I, I started semi-easy. I thought I'll let a few people go ahead of me. If I finish about 20 or so back, I'll be all right. Uh, and then I just kept getting faster. I just got giddy. Uh, but it was quite a nice run, actually. Um, and, yeah, it was good. Didn't need to barcode scan. Didn't need to this week. So was well, quite after, nice. Well, after you did 47 volunteering stints last weekend, I think you probably drew a weekend off, weren't you? No, I still did one. Oh, did you? I still did one because who knew? Well, I did know actually from uh, Part Run League, but you can get a volunteer credit from writing a, a run report. Ah, your run report did, did you? I did. I did run report. He said to me, "We don't need a barcode scanner, but you can do a run report if you want." I was like, "Never done one of them before. I might as well." Yeah, why not? Another string to the bow. So cheap volunteer credit. It's like photographer. I mean, they give <laughs> credit for people turning up and taking photos. So. I thought I'll take a volunteer credit for writing a report. So, uh, yeah, five is hero, apparently. Very good. So oh, you're on your way to full house for volunteer job bingo, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My volunteer of all trades number is ever growing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So good part run all around. Any funny stories to tell? Anything happened with a purple sign? Anything happened with your 5K app? How did you get on the... The the guy who did the I think it was did the run director do the first time I was briefing. Yes. So he was saying that he said um, as I'd say to most people just follow the runner in front of you, but of course there has to be one person at the front. And he was telling a story about another park run. He didn't name the park run. He said where somebody took oh, a wrong yeah. <laughs> took somebody took a wrong turn a very wrong turn, and the volunteer had to wait for two hours for them. To- <laughs> Like surely the story's got grossly exaggerated as time goes Must on. Must have. Because that just seems ridiculous. <laughs> even, even if it's a 1K, even if it's a one-lap route, the furthest you will be out of the way is five kilometres, surely. I don't know who was it. Was it a park run or was it an actual running event? Because they said they counted the numbers and they were counting people back in. I said it was a park run. Did it? Yeah. How did they count people back in then? I don't know, but anyway. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, apparently this guy ran off and uh, they waited a few <laughs> hours and he'd, he'd done nearly a marathon by the time he got back. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a Matt Taylor thing to do. Uh, this is why I think the story's got exaggerated as time's gone on and he's, yeah. he's actually yeah. on an extra two miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it just <laughs> exaggerates to exaggerates to everyone until he comes back looking like Tom Hanks in Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> very good uh, good story nonetheless nothing else special there were a couple of other people there we went down for Fibonacci it was uh, one of the Fibonacci numbers 144 uh, both Emma and Paul needed it and there were a few other parkrun tourists there that were also collecting theirs we also met a couple that uh, had it if you don't know what a Wilson index is but there was somebody who had a, a Wilson index of about 176 which means they've the Wilson index is uh, defined by the no, the event number of the park run. So if you run an event, say like number ten, you get number ten on your Wilson index. But if you do the first one to nine, you've got a consecutive Wilson index of like ten. Does this make sense? No. Basically, it's the the highest sequence of consecutive numbers. They have got a consecutive sequence of like a hundred and. 67 got yeah so uh, would that would that uh, all be going to the same park run then 
No, I'd, well, you could just keep running the same one every week and building up your Wilson index that way. But as a tourist, that's obviously not going to happen. No. But if you think that I've run like 160 odd parents and my Wilson index is probably only about eight. I think mine's four. Yeah, so right. it's actually quite difficult to do. Unless you go to the same one every single week. Now. You'd have to never. I wonder what Darren's is. What's what Doug's on? Old Doug Witness, Witness the Fitness. Um, yeah, I think 250 he... park runs of 240. Uh... I'm, I'm coming tenth at Barrow. Yeah, he's got. <laughs> he's got to have a pretty high Wilson index. Tell us, Doug, what's your what's your Wilson index? Yeah, get your Wilson index out, Doug. <laughs> I'd be intrigued. He might. He might be able to challenge them on 176. Does it not show up on your 5K app? Yeah, it does, yeah. You're going to go digging talking. through everyone's 5K app tonight, aren't you, for everyone's I'm profile? Talking. Well, I'm definitely going to look at dogs. It's got Ben written all over it, that. Spending the night finding everyone's barcode number <laughs> and looking at who's got the best Wilson <laughs> index. I, th- I think Darren's going to be the man to beat. Emma's mm. looking as we speak. Is she? Yeah. Oh, live, live results coming in. <clears throat> here we go, here we go. Come on, load up, load up. Scroll down. His name's, his name's not actually Doug. You've got to have done it from the first event for it to work. Oh, oh Christ yeah. almighty, though. Oh, I've never I've never done a first event, I don't think. Well, yeah, Wilson next he's, he's, he's got a cluster oh. of about 100 that are consecutive, but it doesn't count. That's your floating Wilson index. That's your floating Wilson index. <laughs> oh, my God. Matt, are you all right? I feel like your little head's probably fallen off at this point. I, I get I get it, but, yeah, it's just, nah. Is Matt here? <laughs> you gotta do part oh. runs again on the Wilson index, Matt. <laughs> your, your first issue. <laughs> there we go. But no, oh, tell him, tell him about the cafe. M found a cracker of a cafe here. Oh yeah, there was nothing near the park run, but we found that five minutes down the road in Ruddington, there was a nice looking cafe, and then there was another nice looking cafe across the road from it. So we thought, if we can't get in one, there's another one. Yep. We drove down. It turned out there was about five nice cafes all on the same street. Too much choice. Mm. Stuck with the first choice. And then the menu was huge. It just had everything you could ever want for oh, breakfast. Oh, it was. There were like three different sizes of full English breakfast. Each one contained black pudding and hash brown along with mushrooms and the full works. Um, I went for the medium one. Um, there was every kind of breakfast item you can think of. It was on there. You could have your own McDonald's style muffins. You could create your own. There were pancakes galore. There was toasts and porridges and fruits and lots was... of uh, vegan and vegetarian options and vegan cakes. And... Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, you've got, was... you've got you've got to up your game by the sounds of it. See as how they seem to have found themselves on the street of cafes. You got to do something to yeah, stand out, that. haven't you? Mate, it was incredible. In um, it's right in the middle of Rushcliffe and Clifton Park Run. It's like five minutes from it. I wish we'd have found it after Rushcliffe as well. Yeah. Would have definitely that would have been a second visit. But um, yeah, I mean, brilliant. If you're ever in Nottingham and you run one of them two park runs, search for Jasper's Cafe in Ruddington yeah. and go there. Uh, it's it's a cracker. Really nice. The cakes. We we bought a bit of cake each home as well. That was nice. Very good. Jasper's Cafe. Get it in your bookmark. Get it. Get it in your bookmark. That's not words, is it? I sound like Matt. 
No. Um, very good. Very Come good. On, good. Chance. Take the piss, Matt, quick. Go on. Nothing. I've got nothing. He's, he's pretty much correct in everything he says about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, that made me feel really bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, stopwatch bingo. Remember yeah. last week? Yes. 32, but I needed 31 or 33. Well, this week I was running it progressive. Um, and as we were, as I was getting onto like the final bit of grass, maybe 50 meters of grass, I looked at my watch and I was on like zero nine. I'm thinking, if I just slow it down here, I can get back near that 31 or 33 again. A 20 second for 100 meters. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. So I crossed, I, I finished on my watch on 31. Yeah. Like 20, 31 or whatever, 22. I can't remember. Got the result through. 30. The- oh, it was 32 last week, wasn't it? Exactly. So oh, I've gone 32 and 30. Idiot stopped it too soon again. <laughs> What's wrong with these people? <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Angry Ben's not been out for a while. That was uh, that was an outburst. I loved it. Angry Ben is one for us to be timekeepers so we can not stop it on 32. <laughs> Yeah, you really want to face the wrath of Ben if you. No, I I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I I wouldn't take the risk of getting it wrong and having to deal with the consequence, the Ben sequences. <laughs> I'd get you. Trust me, I'd get you. Um, yeah. Anyway, there we go. We're, we're not going to try this week because this week we're off to an exciting park run. I cannot tell you how excited I am to be going to this park run on Saturday. Are we going to tell them where we're going? Yeah. We, we, we're going to Victoria Dock down in London. Yes, you are, of course. London Marathon weekend, isn't it? Absolutely. We are tr- getting the train down on Friday. We'll be there until mid-afternoon Sunday. We are going to be doing Victoria Dock. Our hotel is in Victoria Dock. We've had this book since maybe April, May time, um, before the ballot results. And when we booked the hotel... And thought, yes, we're going to do Victoria Dock. We remembered that last year Victoria Dock wasn't on because of the mm-hmm. expo, but it is on this year. So we've been panicking, thinking, oh, God, we're going to have to go to Valentine's now. That's going to be a faff about when we could have just walked out of our hotel, but not anymore. Victoria Dock's on. I'm down to barcode scan. Come and get your barcode scan by me this weekend. If you're mm-hmm. down, we know Paul is. McPaul's there. Mm. Yeah, there you go. What what more could you want? Ben, Emma, McPaul. Surely there's a London fight. Nick, Nick Finney's going to be there. Derek's coming as well, I think. Oh, couldn't get any better. Look at that. It's a, a fartlek family London meetup. Get yourselves uh, down to Victoria Park Run. Um, Pete Marshall, is he coming as well? Have you um, shouted out Pete Marshall for uh, sorting out the alphabet challenge? Uh, I was kind of hoping to keep it to the roll call, Emma, but you've kind of just ruined that. So. Oh, it's the part run chat. How can you not mention it in the part run chat? Uh, that's a fair challenge. Um, yeah, uh, we'll do it now then if you want. Do, do you want to go for it, Emma? Uh, so Lord, of, he's called at Lord of the Runs on Lord of the Running on Instagram. Peter Marshall is a new newer member of the Fatlick family. And I think he's quite fairly new to running as well. Mm-hmm. And he's got absolutely obsessed with part run. So uh, he decided to coordinate a bit of a fartlek challenge to do the uh, part run alphabet 
the UK park run alphabet because we haven't got a Z mm-hmm. uh, in the month of October and we've completed it. Yeah, amazing work. Four, across four weeks, was it? We did it um, uh, all over the country. Some really exciting ones. And uh, yeah, fair play. I mean, fair play to everybody for doing it. Loads of fun. Good to see everyone getting involved and having a bit of a laugh. But but yeah, Peter especially. Um, really enthusiastic, wasn't he? We, we put it on almost as like a bit of a kind of, a, oh, do you reckon we could even do this suggestion in the WhatsApp group? And he was like, right, I'm on it. This is my, my baby now. And I'm going to make it happen. And he was... Uh, he was, he was great. And then, uh, obviously, a second shout-out of the of the um, segment for Mr. Doug Witness, the witness uh-huh. himself, um, witness my glory. Um, he was uh, he, he last-minute swung out to get an F because we realised we didn't have one. So he just changed his part-run plans at the last minute and drove 30 minutes up the road to get an F. So, yeah, it was good fun. I hear the volunteers at Barrow are still waiting for him to come across the line. <laughs> Still holding that 10th place token. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'll be be tales told about him by run directors at Park Run everywhere. About how he ran ran an ultra marathon. (laughs) He did like a marathon of marathons. (laughs) (laughs) He's still going. He's going to rock up next week and get his token and he haven't run it for a week. They'll all have beards and everything stood on the finish line waiting with the timer. Where have you been, Darren? <laughs> God's sake, Darren. Sunday um, dates, will it? It's uh, missing out a run at Barrow. No, his floating index will be fucked. Wilson! Wilson! <laughs> Very good. Very good, Matt. There you go. <laughs> Mentioned Castaway 10 minutes ago. Yeah. You played the long yeah. game. Don't know if you're doing that on purpose or if it's took you that long to remember what the, what the ball was called, but that's fine. And you absolutely slayed it. Well done, mate. I, did it on purpose. I were going to leave it in the car at the end, but that's, you know what's coming now. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson! Um, yeah, just calling it Mitre by accident. Um, yeah, that's it. Balls. Yeah. Oh. Well done, guys. Good job. Uh, Rob, can I ask a question? Uh, of course, Cam. Can I have a bit of a heads up? Have we, have we had a wildy story this week? No, unfortunately, I mentioned it at the start um, in the first segment. Uh, unfortunately, no, no wildy stories this week. No one, nobody's done an interesting poo anywhere on a run, so we had to, we had to just move, move on this week. Definitely, definitely not. No, definitely not. Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, not none that I'm aware of. Do you That's know of anyone that might have had a wildy this week? I seem to remember having a conversation with somebody yeah, that, that admitted to having a, a wildy yeah, this week. Really? I don't know what either. I don't know what either of you are talking about, and it doesn't class as a wildie if you make it to McDonald's toilet before your bowels explode. So you, made, you only made it to bloody McDonald's because I told you it was there. You were done. <sighs> yeah, fair. You were looking round. Yeah, I was looking for. I was looking for a bush to shit in. You were absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, so I, tell him. Tell him. Uh, so it's not a true wildie because I besmirched McDonald's, but. Um, uh, so me, Ben and Leo went on a run on Friday. Um, everything was going fine. Uh, we got about halfway, we got about two and a half, three miles into a 10 K run and, um, I'm plodding along and I'm feeling okay. But then as we started going downhill and picking up the pace, all of a sudden everything started getting just a little bit uncomfy and a little bit tight. And I was thinking to myself, no, it's all right. Just keep going. And then we got to uh, we got to Darnell, uh, bottom of Darnell, and um, 
yeah, then it started getting really uncomfy. And there was just a point, I just started slowing down. You, you know that I need a poo when I start really slowing down. So, like, Ben and Leah were just getting further and further away from me, then turning around and be like, what's up? And I'm like, I need to go to the toilet. And it got to a point where I just had to stop. And I thought to myself, I'm going to shit myself. I'm genuinely, this is going to happen. I'm in the middle of a very, very busy um, dual carriageway, and I'm just going to shit in front of everybody. And do you know what the only thing I could think of was? This is my favourite base layer. (laughs) That was the the only thing I really cared about. I'm not, I'm of an age now where, you know, publicly shaming myself by soiling myself in front of loads of people that doesn't particularly bother me i was more thinking i really don't want to have to buy any more cycling shorts because i really like these ones um and just as i'd given up all hope um ben had ben pointed i told ben that i was struggling and he was like well there's a mcdonald's there why don't you why don't you just go in that so i scarped over to mcdonald's while ben and leo went and did a lap and I did what I think I'm stealing a line from Greg Davis. I think on Graham Norton by saying I did what can only be described as a fecal Jackson Pollock. <laughs> you were um, in there. Ages, right? I, was, I was in there so long. You know what the worst thing was? As I went in, as I ran into McDonald's, this bloke walked in in front of me and I, I was trying to get past him going down the corridor and I couldn't. And he walked into the men's toilet in front of me. And all I'm thinking is, go to the urinal, go to the urinal, go to the urinal. And the bastard walked straight into the cubicle. I was like, no. So then I had to run out. And I was thinking, I'll, I'll go in the women's. I will run into that women's toilet and, and destroy it. And, uh, and then I, I ended up going into the disabled toilet and feeling really bad in case somebody disabled actually needed to use the toilet while I was in there. But there was no getting around it. Do you know what the, the real come to Jesus moment I had was? I'm sat on this toilet, like, ah, get out of me. Like, it was getting really, really bad. But just to make it worse, I was sweating. And I don't know if it was the run or the weather or the poo or a combination of all three, but I was, I was leaking water from me. So there was just this pool of sweat just gathering around my feet as it was happening. And I remember thinking, this is a low point in your life, Rob. Oh, oh, I didn't realise it had affected you so sorry for bringing it up Rob no no that's alright mate I was trying to keep it a bit quiet but that's not the end of the story because then we had to run home didn't we and I got another mile in and realised I needed to go again so um, I, then, I, then, I then let Ben and Leo run off on me and I went I tried to take a shortcut through the woods got lost that made it worse because I'm thinking to myself if I can get to Costa by the quickest route then I can possibly go and finish off in there uh, got completely lost. Ended up back on the but go- ended up on a golf course. Ugh, terrible. And then eventually managed to find my way out. Got to Costa. Did the exact same thing I did in McDonald's in Costa. Um, drank a coffee. Terrible idea. Don't know why they did that. Ben, ben Ben's words of wisdom were maybe you should have the coffee to flush it out. And I was like, there is nothing left in me now. I am shitting rusty water by this point. Like nothing good is coming out of me. Uh, and then I had to get Sammy to come and pick me up because um, I couldn't walk down the hill to get home. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely not sorry at all for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> and that has made this segment run so far over what it should do. Um, but that it's is a roll call. <laughs> <laughs> it is a... All right, partner. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> uh, come on, Matt, you're back. Give us the song. Uh, you've, you've just done it. No, come on, Matt. We missed you last week. Come on, this is the only thing you contribute to the podcast. <laughs> All right, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? 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 Very good. I uh, tell you what, Matty Taylor, seeing as I did such a mediocre job of the roll call music, why don't you do the first roll call? Uh, I'll do the first roll call. Let's get the uh, the old images up on here. Uh, I shall start. I don't know which order we've sent these in, but I'll start with Healthy Slater's run. Uh, Sam Slater, can you roll call Haley for banging out a sub? Six to eight, 10k. She's been wanting it for ages. Yes, yeah, she has, and she's absolutely smashed it. At, at uh, Stafford 10k, I believe it was. It was uh, at Stafford 10k. Yep. Uh, pew pew pew. Well done. Well done, Haley. Absolutely amazing work. Few few others were there, weren't they? Uh, Leanne. She ran a race there, and uh, Angela. She was there as well, I think. So. Yeah, there was a good, there was a good little, there was a good little gang of them at Stafford. I think somebody else shouted out some more. I was trying to to find it. Uh, Karen was there as well. Busy birdie, Karen. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Some, some Fartlek family was well represented. Uh, anyway, Ben, while we've got you, then why don't you move on to the next one? Okay. Um, Gary Ludwin, he's uh, shouting himself out for managing a 20 mile uh, week for the first time in over five weeks. Hashtag BOC. What I feel is like BOC? I feel like he might be back on course, but I'm going to assume it's the gas company that's around the corner from uh, <laughs> that's it. So maybe he's cooking on gas or he's, cooking on gas, yeah. or he's just full of gas or I don't know, but no, that's or, wrong. Or maybe that's just me. Maybe he has started uh, to become, tried to become self-sufficient by growing a vegetable patch in his garden and he's just had his first yield and he's going, boom, orange carrot. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I don't know where I came. I don't know where we go from there. I just, for some reason, I was trying to come up with a really clever thing that that initialism could be, that acronym could be, and all I could come up with was boom orange carrot. So I had to invent a story <laughs> to, to give it some kind of context. Emma, will will you save me and do the next one, please? I'll try. Uh, so Mrs. Blackwell 84, which is Laura Blackwell, is shouting herself out, saying she had a really strong run on Sunday, the strongest she's felt in ages. She's well done, really well good. Done. Yeah. Boom. Orange carrot. Um, <laughs> right, let's go. Um, Adam Axford, not bad for a fat dad. Uh, two half marathons at the weekend. He's up to 36 out of 50. Remember, Adam is doing um, a half, 50 half marathons in 2022 um, for an amazing cause. Good for him. Uh, he's uh, he's trying to catch up on them, get them done in the last few months. Uh, hopefully, uh, a few of us are going to be joining him uh, on 28th of December. I believe me and JP are definitely going. I don't know if anyone else is as well. Um, to go and run his last half marathon with him. Um, he's had a little bit of a, an incident with a hot water bottle and some boiling water. So uh, healthy, quick recovery, Adam. Uh, so you can get back out and hit those other 14 half marathons. And, you know, maybe don't try and drown yourself in boiling hot water in the future, mate, I'd say. Mm. That looked mm. nasty. That it did look bad. painful, didn't it? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Matt! Yes, uh, Mick Paul, uh, our very own Mick Paul, uh, shouting out to Tall Matt Taylor. Is that me? That was going to be me, that, isn't it? That is uh, not you. That is the opposite of you. Yeah. That is the antithesis of you. It is the opposite of you. Uh, 
Anyway, he got a PB at Tissington uh, Trail Half Marathon. Well done, Matt. Uh, you're smashing out some great times. Yeah, good job. He's, he's on fire at minutes all Matt Taylor. Ben, who have we got next? Uh, we've got Slacky, uh, Little Slacky675, uh, shouting himself out for a new 10K PB, which he did at Sheffield 10K this weekend. And I saw him there. Um, obviously, he finished way before me, but uh, it's not the easiest course. It does have an incline all the way through from about 2K up to 6K. Uh, but he's he's absolutely flown up it, and he, he wants to give a shout-out to Shub, Stephen Schubler, for pushing him all the way. And, uh, yeah, them two were right up there in the uh, top 20, I want to say. Yeah, they were big finishes. I saw a, saw a photo Steve posted on his socials with Slacky in the background haunting him <laughs> like a ghost, chasing him down. I think it was coming down towards um, uh, the uh, Hunters Bar roundabout. I think it was that bit. And it yeah. was uh, it was Steve powering through, and there, there was there was Slacky with him in his crosshairs, not letting him get away. So really well done to those who they're, they're they're both both incredible runners in their own rights, but they're having good years this year. So yeah, long may it continue. Absolutely, uh, Emma. Next up, we've got Doug Witness or Darren McSweeney. He wants to shout out Joe Hammond, who of course did a ultra this weekend for charity, uh, a charity that's close to uh, Darren's heart, and she smashed it. Mm, first ever yeah. ultra mm-hmm. yeah joe joe did amazing a bit low-key it was on the saturday wasn't it everyone, everyone was waiting for all the races people were doing on sunday and then joe just banged out that that ultra on the saturday she did absolutely amazing uh very very well done to you um a very very quick one for me pete marshall was back i told you this is why i was waiting emma but i think Sorry. I, no i think it, i think you were right but uh just another shout out on uh, pete's path you want to say well done to everybody for doing the alphabet challenge september big team achievement and thank you to you sir again for organizing it all matty taylor uh, yes, we got uh, running runner uh, 81, uh, PB seven minutes on Warrington Half Marathon. Uh, Why? That can, I... can I, sorry, can I, why did you have to think about, it's it's in front of you, you went 81. Um, did you forget what, did you forget what a one looked like? I was just, I was just on Instagram searching other things. Other things. What are you? What else are you searching? We're doing the roll call. Why would you be searching other things? Searching for later. Anyway, prep for later. Prep for later earlier. (laughs) You are absolutely useless. Finish telling us what Kelly did. (laughs) Uh, You put me off there. Yes. She enjoyed it, didn't she? She super yeah, enjoyed she, it, and she got a PB got seven, seven minutes. PB half marathon, which is an awesome achievement, knocking seven minutes off at half marathon. Great stuff. You're so rubbish. <laughs> 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 Who's next? Um, Mr. Run underscore Danny underscore Run, Danny Oakley, based up in the northeast. Uh, he's shouting himself out for his first cross-country race in three years, in which he didn't finish last, not that we ever thought he would. But he also took six and a half minutes off the last time he did it. Mm. That's massive. On a yeah. cross that, that's big time. Yeah, really good work, mate. Well done. Uh, Emma, who's next? I'm not sure if I should name who this person is because they've put, I took a sick week off. Uh, I took a sick week and hid my runs on Strava laughing face. Mm. <laughs> that's good, though. I like it. I, 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 
going off the grid, isn't he? Going incognito. I'll name him. It's David Young. David Young, who I shouted out at the very top of this episode because he asked me to, because he is smashing out Chester Marathon as we speak. He's listening to this. He told me he's going to be listening to it in the second half of his race. Um, hopefully he's slow because this is going well over where it should do <laughs> uh, because of my wildy story. So once again, David, keep going, mate. Hopefully we're in that last stretch. You're going to smash it. Go get it. Hopefully he's still got a job on uh, Monday morning. (laughs) (laughs) His bosses don't listen to this. Right, anyway, um, uh, Hayley runs here. We've already shouted Hayley out once. And she's she's gone absolutely to town, so I'll just reel them all off. She said she wanted to shout out Paul Locke uh, for getting a massive course PB at Sheffield 10K. She said she wanted to shout out Sam Slate. I can't believe we've not mentioned Sam yet, who absolutely annihilated Berlin. She now has a major to her name. Well done, Sam. Um, uh, Didn't quite get the time she wanted, but she still absolutely smashed it. Um, Hayley also shouted out her fellow uh, Stafford 10K participants, Karen, Angela and Leanne, who all did really, really well. And of course, mentioned herself um her getting a sub 60 minute 10k um two and a half years of hard work to get there but she did it absolutely she did it amazing work Haley. um and uh, and karen had also sent me a, a private message shouting out uh, the the hard work that Haley's done and to say congratulations to her so absolutely amazing work to all of you uh, for that and i think we've got one left matt do you want to finish do you, do you want to blow some smoke yeah, while I'm doing that, I think you, do you want to uh, just check the, uh, the the socials on um, in the messages. I'm sure we've got one on messages that we just wanted to shout out as well. If I remember yeah, rightly, I will do, mate. Yeah, in case I've missed one. Sure, sure, sure. Um, Paul wrote to London. Uh, wants to shout out Ben, Jordan, Ollie, and Leo, who did a fantastic job pacing in uh, the 10k at the weekend uh, on on point as well. Again, as always, Ben, um, you smashed it as well as the other lads did as well. Thanks, Paulie. Thank you very much. No, uh, good, good job, team. Awesome. Can I just let you in on a little secret for that? So the yeah. idea of the pacing is to finish within 30 seconds of the time, under, in that 30-second bracket under. So you can be, I was pacing 45, so you have to be 44.30 up to 44.59 slash 45, bang on. So you want to be somewhere in that bracket. Our two 40-minute pacers ran 39 minutes. 3905 and 3915. <laughs> <laughs> people just blow out their asses at the end. I, th- I think they thought they were racing it. Bless <laughs> them. <laughs> Trying to beat, we beat all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I've never seen it before. Never, ever. Everyone's normally like, who can get the closest to their time? And everyone's yeah. like, oh, I'm 10 seconds off. And I think I was 12 seconds off. And, and then them two are like, oh, I was 55 <laughs> seconds off. <laughs> I win. Yeah. <laughs> you got the wrong end of the stick there, but fair play to <laughs> being able to do it. But uh, yeah, it was quite funny, actually. Uh, very, very good. Uh, and you were right, Matt. There was another one. Lane, when short stuff, uh, popped in the DMs and said, sorry, guys, hoping I'm not too late for a shout out. You absolutely are not. Just wanted to shout out Thomas. So TS underscore runs hit 50 miles this month after a few rough months for sickness and injury. Generally, he's been dragging my ass around various part runs and races. And a big shout out to Joe for her ultra and Sam for Berlin, as well as the Fartlek family for being so supportive of each other and their wider achievements. She said, sounded a bit like a head teacher at the end, but shrug, laughy face. Uh, nothing wrong with sounding a bit like a head teacher. Some people are into that lane. Um, I echo everything you've said. Uh, well done to everybody mentioned there. 
Very good. Very good, very good. Say that again. Who's on next week? Who's on next week? Oh, mate, threw us right in there. We know we need to start winding down, don't we? We are now 38 minutes into a segment that normally lasts 25. <laughs> uh, so, Stop talking then. Yes, good. Uh, it's it's someone familiar. You know her. We know her? Oh, yeah, breast, I know her. Breast Cancer Awareness Month is upon us in October, and uh, we are getting one of our very own, one of our OGs, one of our core group, one of the best of the best. Uh, hopefully we're getting her because she has cancelled recording on me no less than four times so far. And it is still not been recorded and it is going out in a week. So fingers crossed, if nothing goes wrong and we catch up on Friday, I'm interviewing the amazing. Now then, Marty Bum, come now then, Marty Boop, come now then, I am the storm. Uh, Miss Jodie Evans is going to be with us, telling us all about her running journey, telling us about her cancer journey and telling us all about her big, big plans for the future now that she is cancer free and clear. I cannot wait. I genuinely, this is one of the most excited I've ever been to share an episode. You're going to love it. It's an important subject to cover. It's an important time of year. Um, but one of my bestest friends in the whole wild world, and yeah, it's going to be amazing. Really looking forward to it. Me too. Me too. Definitely. Uh, so with that being said, I think we need to do some thank yous. Uh, Matt, Emma, who's doing it? Why don't you go now? Why don't you thank one person each at a time and see who can do better? Go. Graham Lindley for the theme music. Yeah, that's Ben. Well, this is isn't going so well. <laughs> Matt, oh, is, it, is it me? Is it me? Uh, no, I'll start... With the newsletter guys, then so we've got Claire for Sai, uh, Paul McWhorter, <laughs> Nick Fenny, Jeff Denham, Jack for editing, JP for organising guests, uh, Statman John for being Statman John, yep. uh, and then Louise, Sammy, and Joe in the background. Uh, massive thanks to you, Rob, for all you do. Thanks to me and Emma. For, for coming on and helping and since you're here Matt I'm going to thank you this week thanks Matt for everything you do as well thank you very much thanks Matt uh, TCB TCB just say it like it's the letters TCB right TCB thank you for your chat super awesome chat with Rob again yeah, give TC a follow, TCB81 on Instagram. Uh, ben, Emma, where can people find you if they want to give you a follow, first of all, and then we'll get on to where they can find us at the podcast. I'm at EmmaJJ85. And I'm at Sheffield underscore Strider. Uh, Matt, you're yeah, at, at Matty Owls. At, at, at can't do his job. <laughs> at, at Matty Owls. And I'm at Little Runner Boy Rob. So, Emma. Bring back the professionalism and tell people where they can find us if they want to give us a follow or come and chat with us on social media. Uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter. We have a website, www.whatthefartlek.com. If you want to get in touch, we have an email. It is whatthefartlekpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, there you go. She learns. See, Matt, Matt's in, Matt didn't know it either, but he just never bothered to learn it. This is why you're no, better than Matt. And you can listen on Spotify, Apple Music, or if you're weird, like Laura Blackwell. <laughs> on Google. <laughs> I'm on Google Podcast. We love you, Laura. 
Let's just do it on LimeWire. LimeWire, wow. Anyway, uh, yes, amazing work, Emma. Listen, very, very quick one. I wanted to make sure I shout it out um, before we go, but I know we've overrun low. So I just want to give a big shout out uh, to everybody in the Fartlek family. Uh, we've got uh, the uh, Alton Towers weekend coming up, our last big event of the year. If you are not signed up already, if you'd like to come along, please do slide into the DMs. Please do uh, drop us an email. Have a chat with us if you want to find out more. Uh, we're going to be there Saturday. We're going to be there Sunday. It's an amazing event. It's run by Run Through. We love Run Through lots. Um, we've got discounted tickets available. So get in touch with us for a discount ticketed code. Um, the park is closed to normal users. Um, so it will just be racers and spectators who will be there for the day. You get to run the race, you get to see pals, and you get to go on some rides afterwards. It's going to be loads and loads of fun. Plus, we're having a little bit of a get-together and a few drinks on the Saturday night um, at a local uh, pub. So we're going to have loads and loads of fun. It's our last big blowout of the year, um, although we are maybe trying to plan some other little bits and bobs towards Christmas time. But for in terms of big official meetups, Alton Towers is the last one. So please do get involved. If you fancy getting involved in the Fartlek family, please do so. Um, if you would like to be a part of this community we know we're not for everybody we know that we're not everyone's cup of tea but i swear you will enjoy it if you try us out uh, give us a go um we we don't buy everybody's welcome um come be part of the whatsapp chat come and get involved in some races with us come do some of the amazing challenges that better never put on every year um we would love to have you involved it's the reason we keep doing it and uh we're very very grateful for everyone who is involved so thank you very very much and uh, we're looking forward to hopefully seeing a few new faces um in the coming year um we are just about to hit 50,000 like uh, 50,000 listens guys very very proud of that very big well done to all of you and we are well on the road to 100 have i covered everything yes yeah, yeah we'll give you that yeah I think yeah. everybody's going to think they've accidentally pressed fast forward there. You were talking that fast. Uh, that's just what I, I did. Wind, wind me up. Say that again. I was doing the terms and conditions. <laughs> yeah, I was. That's what I was doing, reading it out about how uh, you get you have to remortgage your house to us afterwards. Um, it, you're going to sign everything over into our name for joining the Fartlek family. It, it's a cult. <laughs> don't do it. It's a cult. No, it's not. Uh, yeah. Don't, don't believe worst. what people say. <laughs> The worst thing about that on Towers weekend is we're not going to bloody be there. You're not going to be there, which is absolutely crap. It was so good having you there last, last year, but you'll be there in spirit. We just been yeah. telling everybody that we're going to be there and then realised we're actually... <laughs> <laughs> yes. I put it in the calendar wrong, so I'm going to... I'm to backpedal furiously. Listen, Ben... <laughs> Stop this nonsense. My first... Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> That's it, guys. Yeah, Wilson. See ya. See ya.